and we are live. Good morning, everybody. It's your favorite truck driver, ex-truck driver in the whole wide world, looking quite sexy this morning. It's Bitcoin Ben. How is everyone? Oh, look at that. There I am. Oh, hey, look. Oh, wow. Interesting. Very uh, attractive looking today. So, what's going on, everyone? God, looking at myself just... Uh, it's hard to look at myself and, and actually concentrate. Oh, well. The trials and tribulations of being a sexual item. A piece of meat, a piece of digital meat for the ladies to Google. Or is it Google? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. Okay. Welcome, guys. I the the reason I put this graphic up, the reason for the title. My friends, if you have not taken the time to analyze the, shall we say, blockchain volumes and the amount of cryptocurrencies on the blockchain, not the exchanges, don't mind the exchanges. The exchanges are, are not accurate on the supply versus the demand. We are on the precipice of a jump. And over the next month, we're about to go parabolic, my friends. Because there's See, the difference between gold and Bitcoin is that gold, they just print up paper. They just print up derivatives and throw it at it, holds the price down. Now, with Bitcoin, with the blockchain, all they can do is FUD. FUD, FUD, FUD. Watch out. Watch out for that. Watch out for this. Ooh, ooh. Don't buy Bitcoin. Don't buy Bitcoin because we're buying it all. Don't buy Bitcoin because we want to buy it. Sell your Bitcoin because we want to buy it. See, with the monetary global system falling apart, anybody see Lebanon yesterday? Lebanon was a chit show. And Main Street... This is so funny. All right. So the people of Lebanon basically raided the banks. And then the mainstream media goes, the bank shut down in solidarity <laughs> with the protesters. That's like a... That's like having somebody try to break into your house and then you say, in solidarity with the thieves, I'm locking my house. 
Sonny. Uh, there's another wannabe Bitcoin Ben. Hang on a second. Let's see what he's selling today. We will give 4,400 ETH. Wow. Somebody's giving away 4,400 ETH to participate. <laughs> I love these fakers. Man, they keep on trying. Please send us ETH and we'll send you back some ETH. Oh, God. What a bunch of dumbasses. These guys literally are the dumbest people in the world. They create these, these like look alike, um, um, whatever, uh, these look alike accounts. Did they put, my wife like takes these down all the time. Yeah. Look <laughs> Salty Jim. I'm in, Ben. <laughs> Send me your e your Ethereum address. <laughs> yeah, guys and gals, I can tell you this. I will I will not ever ask you to send me ETH. Right. <laughs> it's too expensive to transfer. <laughs> Oh, I kill me. Okay. Yeah, I'd have you send me like some Litecoin or something. Because if I'm going to screw you, I'm not going to screw you with the high transaction fee. <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Okay, never mind. Let's move on. All right. So we're, we're in this, um, we're in, we're in this squeeze, all right? They have squashed the squashed the retail price down as far as they can get to the blockchain resistance. All right. That's what we gotta go. We have retail, which is the illusion. Then we got blockchain. There's only so far that they can put, somebody get a fat guy in here to sit on this retail price. And when that blockchain, when that blockchain volume hits, it's gonna shoot that fat guy right off that retail price. And that retail price is going to jump. And when it does, my friends, they aren't going to have enough fat guys to sit on that retail price. And they, because these exchanges, remember, these exchanges and all the wealthy people, they're all trying to front run each other. They, they're all just, they're, they're calling over the counters. They're calling miners. I talked to a miner the other, the other day. Then it pops up on like one of the websites that the miners aren't selling. Hell no, they're not selling. They know what they've got. 
I know of three miners, one in um, Asia and two of them in Texas that are not selling. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to give it a week or two. Because <laughs> they know, they know what I know. That that when this price hits, my friends, I talk to not my normal New York guy, but another New York guy. And he's he's like, did you see the NIDIG news yesterday? And I'm like, yeah, mother plucker. Don't you watch my show? And he's like, and he's like, I didn't catch it, sorry, Ben. And and I'm I'm sitting there, and we're talking. And he's like, Do you realize that when this goes live, that it's it, it it's over? That the amount of blockchain volume. It literally, they'd have to print up so much FUD. They basically have to say, aliens are coming down from planet blah, 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 and they don't like Bitcoin. Sell your Bitcoin because the aliens don't like Bitcoin. They're going to have to come up with some off-world shit to scare people out of Bitcoin. Because as we, all right, as we go up, as we, like, keep shooting up, people in the local retail market, they... The announcement that NIDIG is partnering and that that cryptocurrencies will be available in everyday people's regular banking apps this quarter. Everybody's trying to front run that because you have to understand there's only a certain amount of legitimate legitimate holders of Bitcoin that these companies can act, um, actually tap into, right? There's only a couple of places that have the liquidity for these companies to tap into, right? That's, that's the key is all of these entities are now going to be API'd into the same network. So I think of it like this. The high liquidity pools are in the major exchanges. We're talking like Coinbase Pro, um, Binance, 
uh, a few over in Asia, now up in Germany. Uh, we had these, right? We had these liquid, these reliable liquidity pools that these companies that are offering these services now, they tap into. And that's where they draw their liquidity from, or they're going to be, as the over-the-counters cannot supply all of what they want. So we have, we have now this new institution and, and then this new app, app upgrade on all, on all of the, the, uh, all of the pressure that's going to come from the the uh, the app upgrade. Remember, this is not on Coinbase. This is not on Gemini. This is on people's everyday regular apps with their banks. That's the company that NYDIG is part two of them. That's the two companies that NYDIG's partnering with is the two major companies that supply the banking industry and credit union industry with their technology for their apps. In one upgrade, 24 million people are going to be able to buy Bitcoin. 24 million people in one upgrade. That's like PayPal. That's like uh, all the other apps and everything. It's more of an on-ramp. Once, once that launches, because you have to un you have to understand the blockchain volumes. The blockchain volumes, everybody's hodling now. The rich guys, the big guys, the people that have bought the dip are hodling. They're never selling those coins again. You have to understand, there has been a transfer of probably several million freaking Bitcoin. And I'm not talking seven million dollars worth of Bitcoin. But seven several million of the Bitcoin have been transferred into accounts that are never going to sell them. They are never going to sell them. Do you understand that? You, over the last six months, we might have had, we might as well have had two new Satoshi Nakamoto wallets created and, and locked away and burned. 
because you have to understand the taxation structure. These wealthy people, they're not gonna, they're not gonna trade these Bitcoin. They're not gonna sell them in the future. The guy, uh, was it the third large, the third largest richest man in Mexico? Never selling his Bitcoin. Michael Saylor never selling his Bitcoin. The twins up in New York are never selling their Bitcoin. You understand that? They're going to get loans. Why, why create a taxable event selling an appreciative asset? You don't. You don't sell it. You get a loan against it and pay back the loan. In the future, if you want to buy a car, you get a loan against your Bitcoin and you go buy the car. Then you pay the loan back. This is what's coming. This is what we are in for. Folks, when you understand the separation between the blockchain volumes and the exchange volumes, it's clear as day. Because remember, think about this. The price on the exchanges are an illusion because it's the lowest or highest price paid for the last fraction of a Bitcoin. The low price could be somebody selling $10 worth of Bitcoin at a low price. And that, that little $10 transaction will set the low price on the exchange. You, you understand that? Last price paid. It doesn't have to be a whale selling a bunch of Bitcoin. All it has to be is a low price selling a, a small amount of Bitcoin. And that can set the price on the exchange. Or a, in reverse, if somebody takes $20 and they pay $100,000 equivalent of one Bitcoin, guess what the price of the Bitcoin is for that flash of a second? Boom, up to $100,000. I don't want you to do that, but but when you're trying to drop the price, you'll sell $100 worth of Bitcoin at a low price so that it's reflect, and you do that over and over again. All right. If you have $100,000 worth of Bitcoin and you have 
have an algorithm. You have a, you have an app. You have a bot that's programmed to sell a hundred dollars at Bitcoin of the Bitcoin for a lower and lower price on the exchange. And that bot, every time it sells, it drops the price. It sells, it drops the price. It sells, it drops the price. At the same time that that $100,000 is pushing the price down, you have $5 million over at and over the counter. And you, you, you tell the over the counter, okay, now, now, now I want to buy. Oh, okay. The price, you push the price down using low volume, small price hits with a bot. And then you pick up $5 million worth of Bitcoin over on the over the counter. You see? You see how they play this game? Problem is, that only lasts for a temporary amount of time because the blockchain volume, as it gets squeezed down, all of a sudden, there's nobody to sell anymore. And the buying volume is pushed up, then then your buy wall gets bigger than your sell wall. And then your buy wall eats up all of, all of those hundreds quick, and then it shoots up. That's what we got going on. That's what we've had going on. Well, now the blockchain volumes on the in runs to the exchange are flipping. And here we go, right? The shorts get squeezed exactly. And when they get, when, when, no, Tom, he says, this, this, Shit needs to stop, brother. And I look at it a different way. If there's some whales out there that are pushing the price down, I'm not mad at the whales. I just sit back. I watch them. I watch them. I watch them. Then when I think they're about to run out of money and the short squeeze is about to happen, if I got a little extra change, I buy. I that's that's like Walmart announcing that that they're gonna have my favorite frozen pizzas on sale. And then I get mad at them for having my favorite uh, 
my favorite frozen pizzas on sale. See, all right, so we got Michael Saylor out there. He said something in an interview yesterday. Oh, hang on a second. Let me look over here real quick. Hang on here. Hang on one second, guys. Uh, oh, we got... All right, if you're over on Rumble, give me a Rumble. Rumble! All right. So, oh, and like and subscribe. Anybody watching on any platform right now. Now, on Am on Amazon Prime and Roku, I, I don't think you can like... Well, no, I think you download my app or whatever. Uh, then you're already subscribed. What? I, I don't know. I'm on a lot of platforms. It's hard to keep up with all of them. So, Michael Saylor made a great point yesterday. If you're in cryptos and your time horizon is one year, you're not an investor. You're a gambler. If you are purchasing the Bitcoin with the idea of, I'll sell it. I'll sell it and I'll make me some more Bitcoin. You're not an investor. You're a gambler. If you're purchasing the Bitcoin and your time horizon is 10 years, you're an investor. You're not a gambler. Because if you look at the history of Bitcoin over the last 10 years, that's not a gamble. I, I 99%, pinky swear, if you buy the Bitcoin today and hold it for 10 years, you will make money. That's not a gamble. That's that's like going to sleep at night and say, I'll bet you that tomorrow the sun's going to rise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bet against that. You know why? Because it's happened over and over and over and over and over again. If you are making a purchase of the Bitcoin, right? And you're not going to sell it ever. See, I'm with Michael said, I'm never going to sell my Bitcoin ever. Right? Yeah, uh, no doubt. Every, and why? You know what our luck is. I, I know a lot of people get paid on Friday. Watch the price of Bitcoin go up today. <laughs> and, and we're all like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Corona.
the day before we get paid, the price shoots up. And then we're like, mother plucker. So tomorrow you're like, bye. Yeah, that's how it always is. Like the day before you get paid. That's all right. Every week on Friday, I buy more. I get more. That's it. I, it's like automatic. Then if I get a little money that the wife don't know about, throw that in there. And if she asks where it went, I tell her that I donated to a children's charity. I did. Our grandchildren. <laughs> Any time you buy Bitcoin, you tell your wife that you that you donated to a children's charity. You ain't lying. You donated it to your grandchildren's charity. She don't need to know the details. <laughs> okay, don't lie to your wife. That's a bad idea. That always comes back and smacks you in the ass. Especially if you pay extra. They will smack you on the ass. Oh, All right, hang on one second. got to fly over here real quick. And here's a couple of words from our sponsor. Are you buying and selling cryptos on the same laptop that you're using to browse the internet, read your email, and visit social media sites? If so, you're exposing your cryptos to theft. Whenever you're online, you're at risk of getting hacked and having your identity stolen. How would you feel if someone stole all of your cryptos? What would that do to your finances? Guard your cryptos with a safe and secure laptop from Calix Solutions. Each laptop is set up just for you and your cryptos, and then we walk you through exactly how it works. Don't risk the security of your cryptos. Order a crypto laptop from Calix Solutions now to secure your crypto future. Learn more at calixsolutions.io. And we're back. <laughs> I love that ad. All right, so we're back now. Um, now, I got about two minutes before I'm jumping over to the Patreon channel. On today's Patreon show, right, and FYI, I might be doing a live interview with the CEO of the Divi Project later on today. Watch for that. Don't know yet. Still waiting to get a response from him. Um, everybody who is or is not a Patreon, make sure you click the link under here and join the Patreon. If you're already a Patreon, click the link. It'll take you right to the site anyway. You're already there. Because today, what, what we're going to talk about is this, what I've been explaining today. And also, historical precedence of what's going on now. How silver and gold was 
adopted as the globe. See, we, we're going through a transition so big. And the reason it seems so big is because it's happening so fast. In the past, every switch from a monetary unit took a lot longer time. Like after Bretton Woods, they had to distribute as, as many U.S. dollars out to the globe as possible. That's why when people say uh, uh, the Federal Reserve printer go burr, it's never stopped going burr. The printer is always printing. The guy that runs the printer works 40 hours a week. Five days a week. They probably run it on weekends. 365 days a year. The printer never stops going burr. Now the digital dollars that they're putting out now, those go bleep, bleep, bleep. So the Federal Reserve computer go bleep, bleep, bleep. Not burr, burr, burr. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And we're off and running with inflation. So I, all right, I'm jumping over to Patreon. We're going to talk what the pluck gets you some Bitcoin and also what the pluck. How's this transition going so fast? Interwebs, internet. Bitcoin is going viral. See you guys in a few minutes on Patreon. Click the link under here. Bye-bye. See you there.